There's a new update and twist in the Justin Evans case, one that's left many people very confused and up in arms about. On Tuesday, June 1st, Matt Watson, who's the lead detective in this case, spoke out to a few online news outlets. Originally, this case was deemed as criminally suspicious, but now it's been changed. In one article by MuskokaRegion.com titled, Not a Murder, Police Say Justin Evans' Case in Gravenhurst Takes a Turn, Matt says, the circumstances of the cause of death have changed. We don't think at this point that he was murdered. Now, interesting here how it's worded that we don't think at this point that he was murdered. Now, in the next paragraph, it says, an autopsy was conducted at the Center of Forensic Sciences and Watson said a cause of death has been determined but that police are waiting on further information. Now, it's my understanding that the toxicology reports are not completed and those can take quite some time. Matt then says, because there's such an intense public interest in murder investigations, we tend to release a lot more information. That's not the case at this stage and I can't really say any more than that. Now, I find this paragraph very, very interesting. Don't you? Let me know what you think in the comments below. Matt continues on and says, the case is now considered an ongoing death investigation. We continue on with an investigation on behalf of the coroner. Now, this is interesting as well, where he says we continue on with an investigation on behalf of the coroner. I do wonder at this point what the coroner is seeing or questioning. Now, the article goes on to say, Watson confirmed divers from the OPP underwater search and recovery unit searched a swampland near where Evans was found. Now, for those of you who don't know, Justin was found very near to where he lived in the trailer park. Now, back to the article, it says, Watson, who previously classified the case as criminally suspicious, would not confirm if police believe Evans has been in the location where he was found so close to home for the five months and seven days he was missing. Now, Mama has some questions about this. When Justin was reported missing, it was said that the area was searched. Then, Justin was found in May in the same area that was supposedly searched. But recently, it was said that the area wasn't searched in December. So which is it? Was it searched or not, and why? At the end of the article, Matt says, it's been a tough case all round. It's presented some challenges and it's taken a long time to get answers. Well, I don't doubt it's presented some challenges or many challenges. Is there so many lies and secrets within this case? Then in another article that I saw titled, OPP says Justin Evans' death was probably not criminally suspicious. Detective Matt Watson was quoted in this article as well. And he said, we now believe it's probably not criminally suspicious. We still have to make a final determination with the coroner as to the manner of death. I'll leave both of the links to those articles in the description box below. Now on to Justin's family. They had a meeting with detectives and found out more about the details as to what may have happened. In their Justice for Justin page on Facebook, Justin's sister Kristen posted after the meeting and said this, we, Justin's family, after meeting with the detectives, disagree and are very disappointed in the Bracebridge OPP. Our family will be following up with a public statement in a few days. And I received today the statement directly from the family. And it reads, 
In light of the recent media release by the police, we, the family of Justin Evans, want it known that we do not support the direction the police are taking with Justin's case. We are very disappointed and extremely disheartened at, that the police would make a media release based on findings that we were told were not conclusive and before they have even received Justin's full pathology report back. During a family meeting with the detectives, police advised the family of concerning statements made by a neighbor prior to his death and feel as though these statements cast a great deal of doubt on their findings and the involvement of this neighbor. It's difficult to understand why a proper search of the area Justin went missing from was not completed by police and their excuses they provide for not performing a proper search are just that, excuses. There are several concerning factors that we do not feel support their theory. We strongly believe that the police have failed Justin. He deserved more. Now, just as a side note, I'm also surprised that the reports have not been finished yet, and yet there was an announcement that it's probably not suspicious or probably not criminally suspicious and not a murder when full reports haven't been back. I find that interesting. Perhaps that's a Canadian thing. I'm Canadian, however, I cover, as you know, here on the channel, many, many American cases. Uh, we haven't seen a press conference when Justin was found. We haven't seen a press conference when somebody was arrested. So there are differences, but there are some really strange things here. Now, I wanna talk about this case from my point of view. If it's not a murder, and probably not criminally suspicious, as the OPP says it is. That leaves us with accidental or suicide, I'm thinking. And we have a 22-year-old young man that vanished from a shed. It was said that he wouldn't have survived his injuries because of what happened in that shed. So tell me how a six foot three, 22-year-old man who was bleeding to death was able to end up in a swamp area without a trace. It's about over a thousand feet away is where this area is from his home, which is equivalent to around four blocks. And why go there? Now, if it was accidental, wouldn't he go get help? I mean, walk maybe to the trailer merely feet away and ask Glenna to call 911? Wouldn't he yell for help? Wouldn't have someone heard him? Wouldn't he use his phone for help? And wouldn't someone notice right away, which we've mentioned before, that he wasn't there for lunch or dinner or overnight? Now, on the flip side, if it was suicide, why bother eating breakfast first? As Glenna said, he had some breakfast and then went to the shed. And why bother putting a jacket on either? And would you give a crap about putting A535, which is a muscle cream for your sore muscles, if you were suicidal? And also, why would he go out of the shed if the intention was to harm himself and the location he would choose would be the shed, if it was a suicide. And then the question is, where's his phone? And who texted Jamie that Saturday? Because it sure as hell wasn't Justin. Conveniently, that phone's missing. And now let's talk about, well, if it was an accident or suicide, why is there someone charged with obstruction of justice? Meaning, why does anyone feel the need to lie about their whereabouts? And to that point, speaking of obstructing justice, why aren't others charged? We know the goose chase that has been happening and the different versions of the timelines, all 4.2 of them. 
people are covering for other people. No one really remembers when they saw Justin last, Glenna included. Now we saw an interview with Kiera that was full of lies and I only exposed a minuscule part of that mess because there's a whole lot more. And don't forget, social media, YouTube included, becomes part of the investigation as well. And don't think that the OPP isn't watching. And when it comes to social media, you bet they're watching, especially when people or persons of interest scatter themselves everywhere on these platforms. Now, behavior analysts were brought in. You don't bring on behavioral analysts months and months later if you don't need one. I could go on and on about this. So many discrepancies, so many lies, so many secrets, things aren't adding up. And to that point about social media, you know what we don't see at any time? We don't see any pleas from his best friend. We don't see a plea from the best friend's girlfriend. We don't see any kind of, oh my God, I don't know where Justin can be. Please help us. I don't know what happened. No, we do not see that. So it's not what we just see, it's also what we don't see. And remember, he was missing for five months. We don't see a search. Let me correct that. They did go to a couple of houses to do a search in the park. We don't see an immediate call to 911. We only see a lot of defense and a very detailed alibi, but no clue what happened on a Wednesday just a few days before. That's a problem and a giant red flag. Now, I just about spit out my smoothie, let's just say, when I heard about Kara's entourage that says that I should provide an apology to her. For what? Showing discrepancies in her statements? The inconsistencies? Intentional hindrance of an investigation? The post that she instigated and didn't double check if her story was correct? Not one apology is needed. She knows the manipulation she has done and continues and proven to do so. And it's not her first rodeo. And in my opinion, there should be apology being made. An apology by her to the family for being disrespectful, along with those in the household. She was sending appalling texts, which I've read, misleading everyone in this case and causing a circus and being a bully, a bully to Justin, which is well known, and trying to use Justin and pressure him to get his signature for a brand new shiny apartment that she couldn't qualify for with no intention of Justin living with them. And also for her sheer lack of empathy and respect for Justin's family after Justin had gone missing. Even posting something on TikTok just days after his disappearance saying, too busy laughing. Because in her words, she said, we were home quite a bit and so I was using social media a lot and I was bored so I started posting stuff and I guess it wasn't the right thing to do. You don't really think that like, well, I didn't really think that people are going to be looking at my TikTok account and so I learned my lesson on that one, so yeah. Apology? Nah. In fact, I'm starting to question from a recent statement that she made how she seems to know this was coming. That's what I'd like to know. How did she get the heads up and from who? 
and if it was accidental and suicide. Why all the lies? Why wait in that household to call 911? A question that we've said over and over and over again. Why avoid the question of what's in the other shed, in Bud's dad's shed? And why not be able to recall as to when Justin was last seen? Because that was proven as a discrepancy as well. And you'd think a best friend would know that, at least by the day, not five and a half days later. Now, also based on what the family was told, it seems that the neighbor we talked about in a previous video was connected in some way and more involved than we thought. And in my opinion, someone or some people in that McKinney household knew about it or something about it, especially seeing and untangling these web of lies and many people being protected. Why? If that's the case, that one or more people were involved, then it wouldn't be a suicide, right? If it's probably not a murder, as Matt said, and if it was more than just Justin that was involved, then it wouldn't be a suicide, so what's left? Accidental? What the heck happened in that shed? And how did Justin end up in the swamp area? Now, this is not the end of this, I can assure you. Remember Charles Vallow in the Daybell case and how that was ignored when he was killed and it was claimed it was self-defense? And here we are a year and a half later and charges have been brought to the table and it's up to Maricopa County to lay them for murder. I pointed out those discrepancies and ripped that apart a year ago in a series. And you know Tammy Daybell? Her death was deemed natural. The discrepancies were also pointed out. And based on toxicology reports after she was exhumed, there was clearly new information because there are murder charges for her as well. This is not the end. And I'm definitely not the person to sit back and watch this all go down when I know there's something wrong. There's discrepancies, there's lies, and there seems to be something bigger that's going on than we can imagine. So we're gonna get to the bottom of it. Please subscribe for new updates. Please like and please share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.